villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. On WJBE. Hello, listeners. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat. You're tuned in to Talking with T. This is Tanisha Baker bringing you the show designed with you in mind. We keep it real and true while we do what we do. Sharing the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, music, and more. It's September 26th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Serena Williams, Olivia Newton-John, and Sean Stockman of Boys to Men. Today in history, the U.S. Postal Service was founded in 1789, and today on the national calendar is National Pancake Day. We have had a week of beautiful weather, and that's about to change as rain and storms are predicted to surface later this week, but we'll have another beautiful weekend ahead. There is a financial education class at the Knoxville Area Urban League today from 6 to 9 p.m. The event is free, but you need to RSVP. Chicago is playing at the Tennessee Theater tonight, starting at 8 p.m. Tomorrow is the Upward Summit being hosted by the United Way at the Mill and Mine from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and the cost is $25. Also tomorrow is the Market Square Farmers Market hosted by Nourish Knoxville from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And there's also a Medical Center Career Expo tomorrow at Fort Sanders Regional Medical Center from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Then on Thursday, September 28th, is the Fall 2023 Used Book Sale at the Knox County Public Library from 3 to 7 p.m. This event will last through September 30th. Also Thursday is the 38th Annual Tribute to Women's Awards by the YWCA Knoxville and Tennessee Valley. This will be at the Mill and Mine starting at 5.30 p.m. Continuing with Thursday's events, Tanya Tucker and her Sweet Western Sound Tour will be at the Tennessee Theater starting at 7.30 p.m., as well as the 10th anniversary of the Band Eat Band $10,000 competition at Scruffy City Hall starting at 9 p.m. Moving on to Friday is Live Music Fridays at the Crown Plaza, Knoxville, downtown, 6 to 9 p.m. There's also Poetry Night at Lotus Lights from 6.30 to 8 p.m., and it's the Wesley House's 6th Annual Masquerade Ball at the Jackson Terminal, starting at 6.30 p.m. On Saturday, you can tailgate with the University of Tennessee Balls as it faces South Carolina. And then Sunday is the Knox Makers Fall Maker Market at Knox Makers from noon to 5 p.m. There is also the 95th Anniversary Celebration featuring an open house and self-guided tour of the Historic Tennessee Theater from 1 to 3 p.m., and this is free. Also Sunday is the annual Green Thumb Gala, starting at 5 p.m. at the Knoxville Botanical Gardens, and DJ Old School will play all your favorites at Preservation Pub, starting at 9.30 p.m. Today is the last Monday of the month, and the theme has been Do Something September. You've been encouraged to take action and do something that impacts and uplifts your community as well as yourself. Well done is better than well said. Keep it where I said I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in 
to Talking With T. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Inside talking with T. Just the best everyday Knoxville. Listen live at wjbe.am.com. It's time to start my review of trending news. UT pulled out a win against the UTSA Roadrunners 45 to 14, featuring the first Spanish broadcast of the game aligned with Spanish Heritage Month. 
On the flip side, the Colorado Buffaloes took a beating and lost 6-42 against the Oregon Bucks. Locally, Austin East Roadrunners got a homecoming win against Pigeon Forge with a score of 46-14. In other games of interest, Alcoa beat Union County 55-0. Anderson County beat Carter 49-0. Bearden pulled out a 21-14 win over Farragut. Merrillville won against Harton Valley 48-7. And Fulton lost their homecoming game against Corns with a close score of 6-7. Yet, Another week, there is a report of a shooting near a high school football game, this time a little closer to home in Chattanooga. Well, the Powerball is growing once again. It's up to over $785 million. Remember, it only takes one ticket to win. Usher fans like me were very excited about the announcement that Usher will be performing in Las Vegas for this upcoming Super Bowl. President Biden announced that he would join the picket line in solidarity with members of the United Auto Workers Union in Detroit today. Once again, we are pending a government shutdown. So what does this mean? Every department and agency really has its own set of plans and procedures. That guidance includes information on how many employees would get furloughed, which employees are essential, and who would work without pay how long it would take to wind down operations in the hours before a shutdown, and which activities would come to a halt. Those plans can vary from shutdown to shutdown. Essential workers will remain on the job, but others will be furloughed until the shutdown is over. Keep in mind, none will be paid. One of the things that will possibly be affected is air travel, as TSA workers will be asked to work without pay. During the last shutdown, Thousands of TSA workers called in. The Small Business Administration would not provide new loans to any businesses, according to the guidance, and there will be impacts to public health and safety across a variety of agencies that would shut down. The FDA could delay food safety inspections. There could also be risk to drinking water as the Environmental Protection Agency would roll back most of its inspection activity at hazardous waste sites and drinking water and chemical facilities. A government shutdown could also affect museums and national parks. There could also be a disruption in the process and granting of financial aid or Pell Grants. The White House also warned that approximately 10,000 children across the country would immediately lose access to Head Start programs. If you're receiving SNAP benefits, you should receive those through October, but it's up in the air after that. The government isn't sure how they will fund that, and the WIC program is in immediate jeopardy. It only has funding for a few days into the shutdown. Now, the longest shutdown sidelined roughly 800,000 of the federal government's 2.1 million employees for 34 days. Just so you know, a government shutdown occurs when Congress fails to approve new spending for federal agencies, which requires congressional authorization each year to expend those funds. The family of a black high school student in Texas who was suspended over his dreadlocks filed a federal civil lawsuit Saturday against the state's governor and attorney general, alleging they failed to enforce a new law outlawing discrimination based on hairstyles. Daryl George, age 17, 
a junior at Barbers Hill High School in Mont Bellevue, has been serving an in-school suspension since August 31st. Officials with the Houston area school say his dreadlocks fall below his eyebrows and earlobes and they violate the district's dress code. Mm-hmm. Well, keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T.
Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. I'll continue my review of the news. I've heard the rising concern about fentanyl on these streets, but San Francisco is being hit hard. They are set to break a record for overdose deaths. There were 563 overdose fatalities between January 1st and August 31st. I have even heard about several cases locally. Fentanyl is destroying lives and it's a dangerous drug. Now, some folks are just nasty and unfit. Three people in Evansville, Indiana, have been charged with child neglect after an infant under their care almost died after experiencing more than 50 rat bites. I feel so sorry for that baby. I'm glad the infant was removed and now under better care. We learned of a fatal bus crash in New York this past week, bringing high school students to a band camp. After investigating the incident, the transportation company that owns the bus had a, quote, unacceptable operator after failing several safety inspections since 2022. The bus was carrying about 40 students from Farmingdale High School's marching band going from Long Island to a band camp in Pennsylvania when it careened off the interstate, crashed through a wire guardrail, and flipped over repeatedly down a ravine. Sadly, two longtime teachers were killed and multiple students were injured in the crash. A dead body was found in the jaws of a huge alligator in Florida this past Friday. The body has been identified as Sabrina Peckham, age 41, who actually previously was caught trespassing onto the nearby wetland. This whole scenario screams, you gonna learn today. Why is somebody out trespassing near the gators? Florida's Belusa County is known as the shark bite capital of the world. They say it is a hot spot for shark attacks. So the obvious question is why people would continue to get in the water in that area. They have had seven shark attacks so far in 2023. The number we will be looking for is none. But I guess folks think it won't happen to them until Jaws comes for a snack. Well, while we're talking about Florida and animals, a Florida sheriff is taking a stand and asking for help against another creature, bears. Franklin County Sheriff says they need a plan to help for the growing number of calls his office is getting about bears in residential areas. They said the bears are running amok in Carabelle, Florida. They've broken into people's garages and porches. One bear even got into a woman's house in the middle of the night, causing the resident to barricade herself in her room. Sheriff Smith said bear management is not his job, and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission needs to come up with a solution. Bears have increasingly become an issue. There was even a bear in Disney World that caused the park to shut down on September 18th. It was suggested that people can play a big part in helping to prevent bears from coming by removing food sources like garbage cans or trash feeders. If a bear is not able to find food, it would move on. Feeding bears can make them lose their natural fear of people. So my advice is don't go trespassing near the gators. 
Don't jump in shark infested waters and please don't feed the bears. That's it for this bit and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.
Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Closing out our theme for Do Something September, if you want something you've never had, you must do something you've never done. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With T. Yeah, yeah. Getting you home with more talk. So come on. Go. And the best conversations. Ooh. It's Talking With T Radio. Welcome to Nellyville, where all newborns get a half a meal. Sons get Sedanaville as soon as they can reach the wheel. And daughters, it's time is the size of their age. One year get one carrot, two years get two
Sam, I know you're bouncing around.